0: another episode of Unconditionally
1: Unfiltered. Welcome back.
0: All right, Jalen. How was Miss Molly?
1: Crazy and life-changing.
0: It was indeed, for sure. Not what we were expecting. So uh, why don't we?
1: What if people don't know what you're talking about? (laughs) Share what you're talking about.
0: We did MDMA.
1: Also known as Molly.
0: (laughs) Also known as, in the D.A.R.E. program, the rave drug. Oh my gosh. And that makes you want to go walk into traffic and jump off buildings. and
1: All the (laughs) fear-mongering that we now know and see. Okay.
0: So how did we get to this point of wanting to do... So, I mean, for us, we've been pretty, like staunch staunch on like
1: that word's so weird
0: doing plant medicine right yeah we've just been like
1: oh we're only gonna do things from the earth we have like we don't want to do anything else it's not from the earth but then we had a perspective shift
0: yeah what was that perspective
1: shift? do you even know
0: i don't remember i mean i I wouldn't say it was a massive
1: one i think it was more just watching documentaries watching youtube videos um Hearing, like hearing from friends that's what you're gonna say page. i just said it yeah hearing from friends experiences because you know we're told i mean we grew up in the church and we're told alcohol is bad this is bad that's bad and then you experience it and you're like oh i mean it's not bad but like also anything can be labeled as bad or good right yeah. so it's just a perspective shift so as soon as we heard friends talk about it and their experiences um this is the best way to describe it is it's a truth serum, and it's a heart opener. Yeah, I like, think
0: that's a good... A heart opener for sure, which we kind of knew going in.
1: Yeah, we knew that. But
0: I think... Yeah, my idea of what that meant was very different.
1: <laughs> but I, I don't think you can ever really know until you've experienced it with anything. Yeah. With anything in life.
0: Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I, I always thought... I always thought I would have like a line around like MDMA. A line? Like, yeah, like I wouldn't do that. Like anything that isn't like purpose. Oh, So like it's like, that's like my line. Not in the crossing sand. the line.
1: Yeah. I was like, you so, mean like you're going to s- sniff a line? Like, do a
0: line. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think I for sure have a line. Like, I don't ever see myself doing like cocaine or meth or things like that. Well, no. So.
1: And here's the thing you guys, with any type of medicine, and I'm going to call this a medicine because this was one of the most like eye-opening spiritual nights of our life. It wasn't a fun thing. Well, I mean it was beautiful, but it wasn't like we went and partied or and which is also fine if that's your intention, but we went into it with the intention of connecting. Connecting. Um and we did touch about we did touch on this on the last episode, but we did go into this connect with, for connection, yeah, because we wanted to connect on that deeper level with the walls down, no egos, truth serum when everything's just accepted as it is, yeah, with no judgment, and it's beautiful.
0: Exactly. So yeah, we. Yeah, I guess like the preparation going into it, we obviously had talked to friends and other people. Um, I had heard some things in like Fit for Service when I was a part of that. And actually one of my like mentors in Fit for Service shared a playlist when we were in Costa Rica, like when was that a year and a half ago?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And that was like an MDMA playlist and honestly just like a really good playlist So I reached out to him like hey we're about to do this for the first time in like a few hours do you have any pointers like we're planning on listening to this playlist that you had created and um, he's like yeah that's exactly why I like put the playlist together was for people doing it for the first time and he recommended just put it on shuffle and like kind of let like destiny have its way and it was like Insane. We'll get more into that later. But yeah, so that was some of, I guess, just like the initial prep work we did. I mean, we did fast as well. Yeah, we fasted. So, yeah. And so then then we took the medicine.
1: Set the scene. So we. Everyone who we talked to said it's just like a big cuddle puddle type situation. Like it's just so much love and you can't even describe it. You can't even imagine it until you experience it. But we we'll just, talk,
0: we'll talk about it, but it's kind of like the first time you like cuddle with someone or kiss those butterflies. Or, yeah, but it's like a lot of those butterflies. I don't know. It's just like when your heart's like wide open, it's just so, at pu- times it's like just that. so
1: pure. Yeah. Like so pure.
0: So we took the medicine. We went up to our theater, got the love sack already.
1: Blankets. Yeah. And we just like jumped right in
0: jumped right in so it took probably like 45 minutes to hit so you know we just kind of were I don't know what we were doing while we were waiting I was falling asleep Jalen oh yeah she did snore at one point
1: (laughs) I literally was falling asleep until it kicked in because I was exhausted and it was like my birthday weekend and there was so much going on and I was so tired oh yeah
0: I planned a lot of stuff for her that overwhelmed her so um yeah so yeah, so then it started to hit. But not like it wasn't like a it wasn't like boom it's there. Cuz like feel, gradual and beautiful. I feel like psilocybin's kind of like you feel like nauseous and then like boom it's there. Yeah. It's not like a slow drop in where I feel like this was a little bit slower. So when it was like slower, we started kissing and back to like original statement. It it felt like we were kissing for the first time. Like again. both of
1: us said it at like the same time. We're like, we're kissing for the first time. This is crazy. That like it was crazy. Just those same butterflies, those same emotions. It like brought us all the way back to our first kiss.
0: Just wanted to dry hump you, right? Just oh kidding. my gosh. <laughs> just
1: kidding.
0: Um, Exmo joke. Yeah. Um so but yeah, just like pure bliss is how I would describe it. And yeah, the kissing was just like magical then all of a sudden it would just like abruptly stopped and Jalen like all of a sudden went into the start of her experience (laughs)
1: um oh i have anxiety right now oh i don't know what is going on actually i kind of do know what's going on okay so um The thing with the medicine is it's just such a beautiful process. And I learned very quickly that if you fight anything, like if there's something coming up and you're fighting it or you're pushing back on it, it's going to cause a reaction. So I started feeling really nauseous and so much anxiety. And I knew what was stuck was the word divorce. Um, I think I went into this just having a fear because it's a true serum, right? And I, I did have a little bit of a fear that like, oh, I'm going to tell Sandra we need to get divorced or like something. There's There's been a fear there that I've worked through for the last few things i worked through. Um, So as soon as I was like, okay, I just have to surrender. I have to surrender. As soon as I surrendered, it came up and like left my body. And it was like, it was almost like I said to myself, no, you dummy, you're not getting a divorce. Stop thinking about that. Stop giving it power and energy.
0: But let me set the stage. Like while she's going through this, it's not like some bliss. She's like, Gritting her teeth.
1: Well, She's I was like fighting shaking.
0: It. She's like punching herself in the leg. So it's like.
1: But it wasn't like violent. I was just like, well, here's it, the thing. You were like,
0: you felt like very, very like overwhelmed. But
1: when I was doing that. I looked overwhelmed. When I started like punching my leg and like gritting my teeth, it was because the divorce thing passed. But then I started, sh- I got shown all these, I don't really know the correct term to use. Um, I want to say like opposing energies, energies, opposition, whatever you want to call it, just all of these energies and opposition and people in past lives that have purposely done things to us in past lives and up till now and created chaos in our lives to basically cut our connection off and to slow us down from our purpose. So they can't stop us from our purpose, right? But they can slow us down by like creating chaos in our lives and just like just that yucky energy. So I was like gritting my teeth and punching my leg, not in a hard way. I wasn't hurting myself, but I was like, Oh my gosh. But it also like lit a fire under my, in my belly because I was like, we I'm like, babe, we're so powerful that we have so many energies trying to stop us because we're that powerful. Like that's how powerful we are that. But I was, I was going through like a roller coaster of like emotions, like sadness. And then, but it was like beautiful, it was like beautiful sadness And then it lit a fire under my butt. And then just this, like, I don't even know. It was a roller coaster of emotions. Just experiencing all these things and being shown just how powerful we are was really cool. But it all made sense.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, once Jalen, like, when she was done, like, processing it, she was, like, I don't know, like stepped into her power. Like I could feel I could like feel like her I don't know, her powerful energy. Well it's kind of my
1: it's kind of my personality. Like if someone's trying to stop me or doesn't want me to do something, I'm like, oh well watch me. I'm gonna do it anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So You
0: Leo. You defiant.
1: (laughs) So that kind of like motivated and got me a little a little Leo riled up. But that is I know we talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but this is kind of when um like the sex trafficking brought got brought up, and like all of those things that have happened in past lives, and even this life, to stop us. Like so many things have been done to try to stop me, to cut off my, um, my like create a huge sacral block, which is obviously as you know, I'm trying to work and heal through that right now, and it's a big, like it's a big block. I think I realized. We'll talk about this at the end, but I think I I it kind of set in to, to me how much work that needs to be done.
0: Yeah, so as... Anything else you want to touch on with that experience? Um, so as Jalen, I don't know, she said, as she was going through her experience, she said something, and it reminded me of Nonner, which is the name my little brother used to call me, um, when he was like, I don't know, two or three. He couldn't say Sonder, so you can put, put together why he would call me that. Um... And my mom used to, like, call me that. Well, and I think she still does. I don't know if you've heard my mom call yeah, me that. Yeah, I
1: think she does every once in a while. Yeah,
0: every once in a while. So so that, like, triggered, I don't know, I guess me, like, flashback. And I always had, I think we've talked about this, but I always had, like, a new group of friends It felt like pretty much from, like, sixth grade on. Um, and I always kind of felt like the outcast in a way. Like, I felt like I was, like, well-liked. But I was also like always kind of like the fat kid. And so I feel like that excluded me from a lot of things at times. And so I just remember I I was seeing like myself coming home from school, like getting off the bus, walking home and just being like really like sad and defeated and left out. And my mom would always like cheer me up with like food So like after school snacks was like always like, it felt like the thing to like cheer me up and they weren't healthy snacks. They were like zingers and Twinkies and cupcakes, you know, so it was just like things that weren't obviously good. So I saw myself finding comfort in food, which was like a huge like release for me now, like seeing that today, like even when we did like our dieta for ayahuasca, that's kind of where I was like realizing that, like how much I turned to food to like numb, like stress and pain and frustration, like, all right, let's get high and order some food or, you know, or just have food period, you know? So it was like coming up then and it came up, yeah, it came up again this night. And so, where do I want to go with this?
1: I don't know. Where do you want to go with this?
0: Um, where I I almost like stepped... It felt like I like stepped into her body and like felt what she was feeling on the other side. Of like seeing me being sad. But also like dealing with the same thing around food. And that like helping numb. And so... I mean, she was doing that because she did see that it brought me like joy and happiness. And at the same time, it also like helped her numb her pain as well. And so that was like, I mean, pretty heartbreaking. And then it like fast forward to like today, I felt like that same thing, like I have been doing that, like with my own kids, like we let them have like sugar on the weekends. So it's like. All right, like we'll go to the gas station, get a treat, but it's like also I'll get a treat, right? And so it's like, so for me, it was good to just see how that same behavior that I was shown is like the same behavior I'm passing down to my kids or our kids. So, um, so that was like a huge aha, like realization, like big moment. Um, so, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy just around like how much food I've turned to, to like numb and be like a crutch, which has obviously then like led to my weight gain and like even more insecurities. So it just like, I don't know, it's a stupid like cycle. It's been like a spiral, yeah. but I feel
1: like that's me too. I feel like both of us have had this cycle Yeah. and it's definitely hard. I will say it's hard. It's been hard watching you go through it. I don't know. I feel like since we're both in the same place, it's been hard to like get out of it. Because we'll both justify things for each other. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, let's just, we'll start Monday and then we eat like so bad for like two days. Just like whatever we want, get all this stuff. But like, it's not, it's like so not healthy to do that. And it's not a good or a bad food type of thing it's more just we need to heal our relationship with food and not not use it to numb or to escape or anything
0: yeah exactly I mean I I think there's I think there's obviously still room to like enjoy food for sure and like Jalen said we have to have like just a better relationship with it which I feel like honestly it's been two weeks since we did this and um I feel like my relationship with food is actually, like, way different.
1: Yeah, which is awesome so
0: to see. It's, like, yeah, it's been pretty pretty awesome on that front. So, um, and then I, <laughs> I was shown that. So, I mentioned, like, the night. I planned, like, a kind of like a birthday week for Jalen. And the night before was, like, a slumber party with all of her friends. And so, I just bought, like, a bunch of food. And then I bought, like, some candy because I wanted some. And uh, I saw that I was like doing that same projecting onto Jay that I was doing, like, onto the kids. So I self, not in itself, I sabotaged her in a way, which
1: it did, though. Yeah. Like, because that food was there, and this was like during my detox and my gut program, this is like the only night that I've gone crazy, but I was also so stressed about everything going on because. I don't do well with surprises and not knowing what's going on and then like plans changing and people were supposed to sleep over and then they didn't and it was just a stressful night. It was just a stressful night. That's all I need to say about that. But the fact that there was like food and candy there, I ate all night and I made myself so sick. I got like two hours, two and a half hours of sleep.
0: And like, yeah, she was in like so much pain that night and the next morning. Well, I would
1: say the whole next day, I was just like, I felt horrible.
0: Yeah, which kind of like could have. and I mean, that's why she was so tired and falling asleep at the beginning of the journey. So. Yep. So, yeah. So, I almost sabotaged this like magical night as well. Thankfully. Thankfully not.
1: It it happened how it was supposed to happen.
0: So, So, then you started getting nauseous again. So, you worked through that.
1: Yeah, so the second time I got nauseous, it was because I was being told that me and Sondra needed to be celibate in order to allow my body to heal. So we did talk about this on the last episode. Um, If you want to hear about this entire experience, go listen to our last episode. But basically, um, yeah, we were just shown, I was shown that we needed to be celibate at least until I was, we were both shown Egypt So I don't know if that means there's going to be healing taking place in Egypt and it's going to look different after that. We are both going into this with like zero expectations because we don't need that stress. But we were both shown that we're going to be celibate and just really work on our connection and find other ways to connect outside of physical touch.
0: Yes. I guess
1: more than physical touch because we can still like kiss and hug and stuff. But
0: Yeah. So obviously we're like reliving some of what we talked about last week but um another big like block came up for me um around this specifically around like sex so so before i mean just to set the stage before my mission i used to play a lot of video games and i was like pretty good at video games so i enjoy i enjoy like the competing aspect a lot it's always like competitive ones um and then I went on my mission and I didn't play video games like ever again until probably our first year of marriage is when I started playing again. And the reason I was doing it was to like numb like myself from what I felt like was like a lack of like sex.
1: Which we were having way more sex than than we were.
0: <laughs> it's fine. All right.
1: One day, I'm not, I don't know if we've shared it on here, but I'm going to have to share the story of our honeymoon one day.
0: Ugh, I don't know if you've shared
1: it. I think we did share it on our sex episode, our first one we oh, did. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, it just makes me laugh.
0: So, so yeah. So, anyway, so I, I was shown that I've been more or less using video games because it's like I like to have sex before, like, bed. It helps me fall asleep. It's a good, like, connection. I don't know. I That's, like, when I like it. So, if, if we're not having sex then to me I like I almost needed something to like escape what felt like torture so that's kind of where video games have come in over like the last nine years eight and a half nine years um as a way to like numb and escape like that torture and almost like get to a point where it's like I'm filling it with something that makes me happy (laughs) right and so so yeah so that's where I was shown like video games um and just how i've like yeah used that to numb so that night i like uninstalled all the video games from my computer haven't played them since it's been two weeks haven't really like felt the urge either
1: i'm actually really proud of you i didn't think you i thought like after a week you'd slowly start justifying like oh it's okay if i play once a week or
0: it was like it was hard like when jalen's gone at night's like if she goes to like a women's night, it's like that was I always like look forward to those because I could just play like video games like without guilt, more or less, because she's not here. So that's maybe been like the only time I'm like, oh, what do I fill this space with? But
1: oh, I have some thoughts on that, but we can talk about that after the podcast.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> you know, better not be projects and stuff. Jeez. Um, Get to work. Yeah. For, for reals. So, yeah. So that was like a cool another cool realization. I don't think video games are bad. So I just think how I was using them was obviously as a way to numb and escape. So to me I don't think it's like a forever thing. What just like food, I just think there's like a time and a place. And the most important thing is like my relationship in doing that. Because I do I mean I do love competing and that's like an easy way to get on and compete. And at the same time I was shown I've been working on an like a premium energy drink for gamers. And I saw that as, like, a lot of my why in doing that was to justify my video game playing. So almost like a way to, like, dig that hole even deeper.
1: And you guys, during this, anytime something would come up, people would be like, babe. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, babe, something's coming up. This is crazy. (laughs) Like, we, our minds were just blown. I'm not kidding when I tell you. I have never felt so, like, directly connected to God, source, universe, all the things. Like... That was crazy. That yeah. night was just crazy. It was wild. Okay, keep going. I had to set the stage because it was so funny. Every time you'd have an aha moment, and you're like, "Babe, I have to tell you this."
0: Yeah, because this came like this came a little bit later. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I think with that, it, to me, at the same time, it comes back to like the why, because I still want to pursue it, and I still think, I think it's, it's just a good the idea. In- the
1: intentions. I think we. I think with food, with video games, with everything we're talking about. As soon as we heal those relationships, and we can look at them in like a neutral way, yeah, and not a dependent way or to numb or whatever, then it's great to continue. But I think we need yeah. to. I think there's a lot of things we need to heal, and then focus on our relationship and focus on other things. Yep,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, because then
1: go back to that.
0: I was probably I didn't say this. I was probably playing video games like ten to twelve hours a week it'd usually be like three to four nights a week for like two to three hours weekend, a little bit longer. So, I mean, so that's obviously like a lot of time as well when you look at that. Um, so yeah, so that's, those were kind of my, my two big, like, I don't know if it's like the lot, it does feel like my two big, like last blocks. I think, well, I think another one's recently come up around trust. Um, and we've talked about this multiple times. I think that's just kind of like a, in progress type thing. Yeah, but me. I
1: really thought this journey for us was like the last big things that we need to work on. And and that doesn't mean things aren't going to come up. It just means these are really big, significant blocks that stem back to childhood. Yeah. That have affected our relationship. Maybe we've experienced them in past life. Some of them we have that we need to heal.
0: Whoa, that brings that, brings that full circle, actually, with the video games. Because even then it was like... I don't know if I didn't, if I didn't feel like invited to like a Friday night party or something, that's like where I, I would like
1: video turn to escape. Damn.
0: So it was like, yeah, I mean, it for sure was like a numbing yeah, so. mechanism there as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then the last thing that came up for actually both of us was just work. Yeah. Um, both of our jobs. And I think it's been kind of a pain point for both of us. And I'm sure everyone can relate when you're going through these huge transitions. It's like. Am I where I'm supposed to be? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And there's just a lot of, like, up-in-the-air questions, right? Um, so, it was a really beautiful moment for me because, honestly, the two biggest things that have really been I've been struggling with is basically, like, my purpose and work and sex. So, being able to, like, deconstruct these and see the bigger picture was really cool. So, with work, um, as you guys know, I sell skincare and makeup for... Um, a really awesome company and I was basically shown that I am right where I'm supposed to be and I have an influence in the company and I've helped a lot of people in the company and um, it's weird to say that like I've had a hard time like when people come and tell me oh you helped me do this and you help me do that and it just feels it feels weird because I am just sharing my journey I don't really have the intention of like helping people leave religion or whatever, but like me sharing my journey has been able to empower other people. So I was shown like how big of an impact I've made in Senegence and just like the ripple effect of that through I mean because if you think about it, if I'm sharing, somebody else awakens to their truth and then they start sharing and then like 40 people, you know, it's just like this huge beautiful domino effect. So I left feeling so grateful for that. I was also shown I'm supposed to do more coaching, which gives me a little knot on my stomach. It's like the funny thing is it's the one thing that I felt like I'm not great at is coaching. But I just was shown like I may, I just do things differently than I mean, like, I'm in this spiritual community and I don't do anything like anybody else. I'm just a different person. I love makeup. I love fashion. I'm not, I don't like to dress like a hippie. Like, I've just always been very different than the people around me. But I also think that's what makes me me.
0: Yeah. And unique.
1: So just being able to, like, see all of that. I was able to take a really deep breath that night because I think I've been stressing about it for like a good solid three years. Like Sonder knows, he hears about it on a weekly basis, a daily maybe basis.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, since you leaving the church, I feel like that.
1: I just didn't know if it was my place. Like I love it. Well, you had
0: like a fallen identity crisis right then. Well, yeah. So challenging everything makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. For validating that.
0: Babe, you're so welcome. And then for me well anything else you wanted to add? To I don't that? think so. So for me every time, at least like the last two times we've done plant medicine, so psilocybin and ayahuasca, I've just like just I just want to like escape the matrix. I'm like so over it. I just want to like sell everything, go live on a ranch in like the middle of montana or the desert here or something and totally just like
1: forgot about this part
0: and just like get out of here i'm just like so over like
1: what did i turn to you and say
0: i, I i'm supposed to be where i'm supposed to be
1: well no that was your but this was part of our journey i like turned to you and i'm like babe we are not supposed to sell yeah, all our stuff and get in a trailer still and think it's dumb but run away <laughs> <laughs> no i was Ugh. that was a, that was another thing i was shown is i and i know we've, you were we've experienced this so many times now we've been shown we are supposed to show people like how you can have it all how you can be working on whatever how you can still be in the world enjoy enjoy the human experience while raising your vibration and becoming a better human
0: yeah 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 it doesn't
1: have to be It doesn't have to be to any extreme. It doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, we're, we have to sell everything. We have to start this ranch, no communication (laughs) with people. Like we have to cut everyone. It doesn't have to be extremes. And I think that's going to be our superpower.
0: It doesn't have to be. Sometimes we want it to be. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. I think that is like, I don't know. It's like, anyway, so, so I was shown. So yeah, that came up and then. I was offered an opportunity to start a new department at work and I've been resisting it because I'm like, to toot my own horn, like really good at like growing businesses, especially from like early stages, that kind of zero to one growth marketing stuff. And so that's where I usually like to put a lot of my energy because I'm, I'm just naturally really good at that. And then where this new department's more or less just like, there is like some growth elements to it, but it it's more around like customer retention and like retaining versus like growing, which retention is a huge lever to growth. So I was given this opportunity at my previous job when I had the CX department report through me. And frankly, I didn't do like the best job. A lot of my like energy and focus was still like Towards like the growth marketing. So to me I was like shown this is like a second chance. To learn this and do this. And like really figure out. How to help. Retain customers more or less. So. I'm still working through it. Still battling with it. But yeah. Getting more and more excited about it. Feels like it's. I'm where I need to be. And I don't need to like. Be looking other places and things. So Well
1: both of us were shown. Basically, that we needed to be doing something where we're at that we're not comfortable with. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, it's been two weeks. I feel like it's been a fucking roller coaster ride.
0: Yeah. It's it's been it's been hard. Um,
1: I would say I wouldn't say all of it has been hard. The I would say the three to four days after I was on like a high. I was on cloud nine. I was getting so many downloads all the time. Like, it was almost like I was still a very clear channel, but the hard thing is we let our ego back in and all the stories and all the shit, and then it's gone. So, it was really cool for me to see what I'm capable of as I remove those pieces or not let those stories control my life. Um, I was just, like, such a clear-flowing channel for, like, three days. I was getting downloads, like, sitting in the sauna. It was just so exciting and felt so magical. So... I, would I mean, say yeah, those the first three to
0: four days weren't too bad. We're
1: great. I thought I was they were able great. to like
0: channel energy, cold plunges and working out like the next day after doing We didn't talk about this, but the next day after doing MDMA, I had like so much energy. Like everyone was like saying how tired and things you would be. But I think because I had two like huge releases, it just felt like
1: it felt light.
0: Yeah. Like I like felt, felt so light. light. Like I had an amazing workout sat in the sauna for a long time did the cold plunge like i don't know it just was like i don't know i felt so much energy and excitement so yeah just to build off that it felt like oh this is gonna be easy like we can do this we'll connect in other
1: ways (laughs) that was me that was me too i was like this we've got this we're in this together and guess how many times i've cried since then probably
0: 14 oh was close (laughs) twice a day
1: um (laughs) It's gotten really hard, and I think it's because we still are here to have that human experience, and the stories creep back in, and then we're challenged on things, you know, we're challenged with food, we're challenged with celibacy, we're challenged with all these things, and it's like a true test, and it's really hard.
0: Yeah, it is. I think one of my big realizations the other night, was two nights ago, yeah, it wasn't last night. Yep. Sorry, Jalen, like, came back on, like, a high and I was just, like, so somber. Um, but I realized, like, physically is how I not only feel love, but how I, like, express and give love. I think there's, like, other things I, like, show love towards Jalen, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's how, like, I feel how I'm, like, giving love. And so it, like, it and that... And since she doesn't, like, receive it that way, maybe that's where part of that, like, compounding effect we talked about last time
1: has come from. Well, yeah, I think it's been, I think this is, like, such a disconnect for us because you are so hardcore the way that I am, like, so unhardcore. I
0: know. So, yeah, it's been hard. Like, honestly, it's been more hard for me probably that I don't know how to, like, feel that I'm giving love. So that's, like. Just
1: hold my hand, babe.
0: Well, I do that and cuddle kisses. and I, yeah, I do that, <laughs> but it's still like, it feels like I'm not like fully giving my love by doing those things. Well,
1: it sounds like there's some stories there that need to be,
0: I don't know if it's stories. I just think that's like genuinely how I like feel. Like, I don't think it's like a,
1: yeah, but you, so you're saying that how you give love Is, I don't know how to say that. You should be able to adapt how you give love because.
0: I agree. I agree. That's give a, and
1: receive is very different.
0: I know. And for me, they are like. And I think that's why I was struggling fairly, when you were talking about this other aligned. night
1: because it doesn't, like, it was a frustrating concept to me.
0: Well, uh, yeah, you can feel your feelings around it.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's, com- it's a confusing concept to me. <laughs> why? Because how I give you love is, well, not at the moment, but how I ga- give you love is through sex because that's how you receive love. So why wouldn't you but it's really, give but love that's how really the other how... person receives it? Because you're basically saying you're only capable of giving love how you receive it. That's no, what that's it sounds not, like to me.
0: that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm only capable. That's just where I feel I'm able to fully give it right now. Okay. This is like the whole premise of the love languages is like this exact topic. But um, no, I like agree. I think to me, that's more of just like a realization that I had that I didn't realize. I knew it was always how I felt like I felt and received love was through like physical... But I didn't realize, like, I feel like I'm fully giving love when it is, like, physical. So I'm not saying I can't find other ways to do that. It was just a realization of, like, oh, man, like, a lot has been tied to physical. I think, like, that's why when we are physical, I like to, like, give so much and, like, do so much to you and, like, those things. Because that is, like, how... Honestly, like how I do like fill that, so yeah. So that was just like a crazy realization for me. Now I have to find like other ways that Which I can I think like it's fully be give.
1: Really healthy.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, this isn't like a. I'm not saying like I. <laughs> it's just a realization i it's know not... i
1: know i'm just talking through things with you
0: <laughs> oh, you just made it sound like oh well all right it's not gonna work then because this is, this is the only way no i'm just saying it's a realization that i think i need to find ways that i can fully give love in the ways that you like receive love
1: and you so. do a good job of that so yeah. that's why it's interesting that you're like stuck on that side of it
0: I think, the, I think the word to focus on is, like, the fully. Is the what? Like, fully. Like, I'm able to fully, like, express my love. It almost feels like, I don't know, if I've got, like, a, a sun in my chest or whatever, it's like I'm just letting, like, a little bit of light, light come out in other ways. Where I feel like when I'm able to give sex or physical or whatever, it's like, it feels like I'm, like, I don't know, like, Superman, like, ripping off his, like, disguise right (laughs) and it's like oh there's all of superman you know it's like i'm able to fully give like all of my energy that way and so i just need to instead of just like a little bit of energy when i do other things i think it is like a good reminder to figure out how do i give like my full energy when i just show love in any way right so yeah just yeah
1: so basically we just have a lot to work on
0: (laughs) <laughs> well, and I think that's what's great about this, is it
1: It is. It showed us two... I think it showed us two major blocks for each of us. Yeah. Like, that we both experience a good portion of our lives. Yep. That have consumed us. I would say pretty, con- like, have consumed us.
0: Oh, like a crazy amount. I mean, I think... I mean, I... <laughs> all, I am taking, like, full accountability for what I'm about to say so it's like it is me making the actions and it was like more or less like that lack of connection is what did like turn me to like numb with other things like food and video games and stuff like that so and now that I have a realization around what I used to numb and now a realization around finding other ways to connect I'm hoping that will like I don't know. Bridge that gap, I guess. Yeah. So big things coming.
1: <laughs> hopefully.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't say hopefully. Have a little faith.
1: I do. I have lots of faith. I just know. That I is think, one of your fears, though. I think last last week things got really heavy for me realizing, like, how much I have to unpack with this. Because even when Sandra touches me still, I still get, like, very, my body gets very triggered. Yeah. So, there's a lot a lot to unpack. Not sure what that looks like.
0: It's a journey. We're in the journey.
1: We are. We're in so, the journey.
0: So, we'll see how it goes, but Yeah, I in summary, one of like the most powerful nights we've had. I think something that came up for me as like a closing thought is we've had we've had access to MDMA for a while now and it just never like lined up or felt right mostly Um,
1: for me I've been very resistant but I think for a good reason
0: and yeah and I'm not like going to like push it right and so but it it does feel like all of our other work we've done and like a lot of big work has come through like plant medicine ceremonies in those times have like all prepared us like to experience what we experienced for sure. So like super, super just like, yeah, grateful to like be on a journey. I think it's good to realize like it is like a long journey. And I think we do have like some important, like focal points or like big moments along that journey. Um, so yeah, I think it was, yeah, I'm just, just grateful we were able to do all those other things to get us ready for.
1: For sure, I feel like we had Please. to. I feel like we had to move through everything else to get to this point. Yep. Now we're with the with the big whammy, the last big thing. We never talked about ayahuasca last time, but I was. Uh, uh, we'll have, we'll we'll have, have to, to do, do, do an that. episode, but I was basically shown that this. I was shown this. I don't know if this resonates with Sondra or not, but I was shown that this is our last life together. I know it's my last human life, and I know we've had past lives together. But Madre was basically like, this is your last life. Like, go out with a bang. Enjoy it. So I'm like, hey, let's work through this. Let's end on a bang.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't... I want to just, like, enjoy this life as much as possible. So I think that's where I'm at. But
1: I like having that information. It makes me really excited and, like, motivated to work through this stuff and not, like, hey, this is my last life. Like, let's let's do it yeah let's do it let's let's experience everything we want to experience not that i'd be living because like maybe we'll come back but it that's just like an extra fire that's like holy cow like let's live this up yeah okay well that was a lot
0: (laughs) if you know someone who you feel like this would be helpful for feel free to share that's that's more what we care about at this point we're not trying to amass crazy amount of like viewers or sponsors make money we just more want to hopefully help people expand a little bit more and hopefully resonate a little bit with their journey and what they're on and that's why we're sharing our journey and where we're at so share it if you like it It can leave us a positive review that that always helps people feel better when you share it that there's other people who like it as well so all right
1: Thanks for joining. See you later.